Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My life is but a weaving between my Lord and me. I cannot choose the colors. He worketh steadily. All times he weaveth sorrow. And I in foolish pride forget he sees the upper and I the underside. Not till the loom is silent and the shuttle cease to fly shall God unroll the canvas and explain the reason why. The dark threads are as needful in the weaver's skillful hand as the threads of gold and silver in the pattern he has planned. Turn with me to Jeremiah for a minute. I want to take one verse tonight in the book of Jeremiah, if you would. And I'd like to read uh, Jeremiah 29 and uh, verse 11. Jeremiah 39. Let's back up a little bit, if you would, please, for just a minute. Jeremiah 39. And uh, let's begin to read in verse 1. Now these are the words of the letter that Jeremiah the prophet sent from Jerusalem under the residue of the elders, which were carried away captive to the priests and the prophets and to all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had carried away captive from Jerusalem to Babylon. After that, Jehoram, the king and the queen, and the eunuchs, the princes of Judah, and Jerusalem, and the carpenters, and the smiths were departed from Jerusalem by the hand of Elasa, the son of Shaphan, Jemiah, the son of Hilkiah, whom Zedekiah, king of Judah, sent unto Babylon, to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captive, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon. Build ye houses, and dwell in them, and plant gardens, and eat the fruit of them. Take ye wives, and beget sons and daughters. And take wives for your sons, and give your daughters to husbands, that they may bear us sons and daughters, that ye may be increased there, and not diminished. And seek the peace of the city, whither I have called you to be carried away captive, and pray unto the Lord for it, for in the peace thereof shall you have peace. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you, neither hearken to your dreams which you cause to be dreamed. For they prophesy falsely unto you in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. For thus says the Lord, that after seventy years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word toward you in causing you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Pray with me. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, in this coming year, Lord, if you see fit to let us live and you don't come very soon, Lord, as we live on, we pray for your guidance and leadership in a new year. Bless us, we pray here tonight now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
I was reading this verse 11, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Now, not only for this new year, 2023, I, do I want faith enough to accept whatever God wants for me, but I want that for the rest of my life. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 11 says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, under good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Notice, we are His workmanship. Now, going into this new year, I got to think a while ago as I was reading this, what do I want for the Lord to do for me? Jeremiah 18, verse 6, God says, Is the clay... As the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. John 10 says, As many as my Father has given me, I have lost nothing. Now I want enough faith, number one, to accept whatever God has planned for me. I don't know what God has ahead for me, but I do know one thing, I want enough faith to accept whatever God has planned for me. According to verse 11, I, God has a plan for me even unto the end. Notice number two, I want my life to count for whatever God has planned for me. Surrendered wholly to the Lord. Dr. D.L. Moody said, The world has not yet to see what God can do with a man who is fully surrendered to Him. Yet Dr. D.L. Moody wanted to be that man and you can read about him I didn't I'm not that old but I read I've read his life story I've read everything I can get my hands on about him and his ministry and what he did in England and what he had done in America a great man of God and God used him greatly now God can use anyone and anything that is totally surrendered to him God used Moses with his stammering tongue to lead a nation for God. Uh, he used David to become God's king and uh, became the apple of God's eye. He used a little boy, 5,000, uh, to feed a, a nation of five loaves and two fishes. 5,000 people he fed from that boy's lunch. He used a jawbone of ass to destroy a thousand of God's enemies. So I find something that throughout the Bible, God can use me, He can use you, if we will surrender completely to Him. And that's what I want. I want my life to be surrendered fully to the Lord. I want to always be grateful for God's tender mercy and blessing. Psalms 103, verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Psalm 68, verse 19. Blessed be the Lord, who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. We take so many of God's blessings for granted, but we ought to give God the glory and blessing for all the benefits and the pleasures that He gives us. I want enough gratitude to be thankful for everything God does for me. Amen? Now, I was reading this little thing. It said one Sunday school teacher 
was trying to show her class the danger of drinking alcohol. She took a glass of water and a glass of alcohol, put it on her desk where everybody could see it. She then took uh, earthworms and dropped them in the water glass and they were not hurt at all. She then took the earthworms and dropped them into the alcohol-filled glass and they died immediately. She then asked, what does this teach us? One little boy said, spake up and said, if you have a worm, drink a lot of alcohol. <laughs> I love that little thing. It's simply because it, it teaches you whatever comes your way, make the best of it. Amen? What is that old saying? Uh, if God gives you lemon, make lemonade. I want to learn more of God's grace and mercy. Uh, to, to us all, Amen. I, I like to, I like to hear God blessing people's lives, and the blessings of God and God's mercy. Uh, Shelly called me today and she said, "Well, God answered prayer again, talking about Ron and God's grace to take care of him." And I said, "That's exactly right. When we need God, He's always there, and His blessings are always." I like to hear that, Amen. And I like to glory in the Lord for it. I want God's approval on my life more than I want people's approval. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9, it says, Wherefore we labor, that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of Him. One of my best friends had a great big church, I mean big church in North Carolina. And uh, about a millionaire, uh, the church decided to make a deacon. He became the head of the deacons. And uh, just run that preacher off. And uh, wouldn't even let him go back in the building. They decided not to because this one man didn't want him to be preacher or pastor there anymore. And he called me in the middle of the night one night and he said, I'm so dejected, I don't know what to do. I don't have a church anymore. And I told him a little bit and I said, uh, Listen, you've got enough people that love you. You've got everything you need to start a church. Get out and start one. And he, he went to a man that had that big, uh, uh, what is it, where the race car, that big race track up there in North Carolina, I can't think of the name of it. And he talked to the man that owned the place, and the man said, look, i got a, a garage you can, and eat off the floor. It's a beautiful garage. He furnished him a piano and an organ and pews, and uh, a good friend of his played the piano. His wife sang beautifully. His boys got out and helped him. In a year's time, they were running over 200 in Sunday school in that church. And God blessed, blessed on every hand in that church right there in that racetrack uh, garage. And I believe this with all my soul. I want God's approval on my life where men approves of what I do or not. In Genesis 17, verse 1 and 2 says, Walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. That's what I want. Amen? And I want that for God's people. I want enough of God's grace to be sweet under all conditions. In 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4, Love suffers long and is kind. Listen to those words very carefully. Now let me say them one more time. Love suffers long and is kind. Now, it's one thing to suffer long. But what I want to major on is another thing to be kind through the suffering. 
God said, Blessed is the person who can do both, suffer long, and be kind at the same time. Here it is in a nutshell then. If I could have what I want in this coming year, I want enough faith to accept whatever God wants for me. I don't even know what is good for me. But I want enough faith to accept whatever God wants for me. Because I know He wants best for me. I want a life so yielded to God that I can realize His complete purpose for me. Sometime I sit around and I say, Lord, what have you got for me to do the rest of my life? I don't know how long i got to live, but as long as i got life to live, I want a purpose in it. I see so many people today that their life don't mean nothing. I mean, they just uh, they don't have any purpose in life. They don't have any goals in life. I don't ever want to come to that place. I want to know what God wants me to do and do it. I want enough gratitude to be thankful for every blessing and mercy God grants me. I want God's approval on my own life and the people of God in this life. Amen? Now, I like Jeremiah, and I like verse 11 for this reason. Let's say it again. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Isn't that amazing? Just listen to the word one more time. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Do you ever think that God thinks about you all the time? You're on God's mind all the time. And notice something else. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. I don't know what my life is going to be at the end of my life, but whatever it is, God already knows about it. Because He just said so right there in His Word. He knows what He's got for me in the end. And when you study it and read it, I want whatever God, but I want enough faith to accept that. It's hard sometimes to accept what we go through. What's going on in our life, it's hard to accept it. But by faith we can. And I want enough faith just say, Lord, if this is what you want for me, I want to accept it. Amen? And But I want to be the best I can for you. That's what I want for me and you and God's people. And I just believe we'll be a better person for it. Amen? Glad I'm saved. Don't forget to give God the thanks for another year. I can't believe it. I didn't. I was talking to my son today. I said, I can't believe that God let me live uh, 86 years old. I soon be 87. He think he said, Daddy, if you think that's something, I didn't think I'd live to be 60, but I just turned 60. I said, You young chicken, you got a long way to go yet. If God's grace is sufficient, and it always is. Amen. Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, it's good to be with your people. Thank you for faithful people that'll be here and be under your word. And do whatever you ask us to do to serve you. And be happy doing it. Bless us, we pray now. And go with us, watch over and keep us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight.